Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. All right, good morning. I'm going to be okay. That's okay by Kirk Franklin, and I love that song. And sometimes you just got to put something in your spirit that revs you up. That song was in my spirit all morning, and I'm like, you're right. I'm going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And the reason that we're going to be okay is because our God is stronger. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm so excited. Um, I want to, I don't know. I I got so much I want to teach and share with you today. I'm excited about the Word of God because I know when the enemy comes in like a flood that the Word of God becomes a standard. And God is faithful and He is loving and He is kind and He will not leave us and He will not forsake us. So if you can just say that, I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to be better than okay. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter where we at right now, we are going to be okay. And Lord God, we trust you. See, we got to make a rumble. We got to make a noise. We got to praise. We got to put it in the atmosphere. We got to keep encouraging each other and keep encouraging ourselves because the enemy loves to present to us something else. Yeah, we're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. We're 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 going to be okay. And we got to keep saying that to ourselves. Guard what we put in our eyes. God, what we guard, what we put in our ears. Be more faithful to the word of God than anything. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am your girl, Lakeisha M. Johnson, A.K.A. And if this is your first time, L.M.J., if this is your first time on the devotion, we welcome you here. I am uh, so excited to share the word of God with you. Right now, we are Instagram Live Facebook Live, and we are also live via our website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. And so, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited. Do me a favor. Go share the devotional right now. Put it on someone's timeline. Drop it in their inbox. Man, we are getting the Word of God absolutely everywhere, and it has just been amazing. So we take the stance today that I'm going to be okay. No matter your circumstance, no matter your situation, help is on the way. And I feel that strong in my spirit. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. And you just got to declare that over your life. Nah, help is on the way, and I'm going to be okay. If you got to sing that song by Kirk all day, you better stay. I'm going to be okay. Um, and I want to talk to you about Jesus today and just the power of who and what Jesus is. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. And what I know about Jesus is he's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think of, or more, because that's the kind of Lord we serve. That's the kind of God we serve. And God is so faithful and greatly to be praised. He's greatly be to be praised. So stay tuned in. We're getting ready to pray. Um, though I'm going to give you our scripture of encouragement. Remember, one of the things that we practice on the devotional is we pray the word of God over our lives daily. And this morning, I'm going to pray Psalms 23 over us. And remember, when we pray the word of God, we insert our name in the scripture, right? We insert our name into the scripture. So we're going to pray Psalms 23 over our life. We're going to take possession of it. We're going to take ownership of it. We're going to own it as if we are, as, as David was praying, we are praying to the Lord ourselves. And you take that for your children and you take that for everyone else. And you take the scripture like medicine. All right. You know, you know my thing, two scriptures, three times a day. You take it like medicine. So I'm going to pray Psalms 23. I'm going to pray for us. And then we're going to get into the word of God today. Today's devotional is titled The Dagger. And we're going to talk about the sword of the spirit and how powerful it is and how it can change your 
very life and that we are to be anxious for absolutely nothing. Why? Because everything we handle, when we handle it, we handle it through prayer. We handle it through supplication. We handle it through the word of God. We pray in the spirit at all times and it's going to yield a result better than anything that we can fight on ourselves. We are on God's campus and we stand in that today. Yeah, the Lord is Paula Shepherd. The Lord is Lakeisha Shepherd. And we stand in that. So let's pray Psalms 23 over our life. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is Lakeisha's shepherd. The Lord is Javen's shepherd. The Lord is Jaleel's shepherd. The Lord is Josiah's shepherd. The Lord is Jermaine's shepherd. The Lord is Judah's shepherd. The Lord is Casey's shepherd. The Lord is Lyric Shepherd. The Lord is Zayden Shepherd. The Lord is Shiloh's Shepherd. The Lord is Logan Shepherd. The Lord is is Casey Shepherd. I have all that I need. He leads me. He lets me rest in green meadows and he leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. He brings honor to his name. My God, Lord God, thank you for bringing honor to your name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. My God, surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever in the name of Jesus. So we take Psalms 23 this morning by faith. We stand steadfast in what the word of God says. And we thank you, Father God, for giving us this word today. Father God, we thank you for your very presence in our life. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. Lord God, we repent if we have sinned against you or anyone else, Lord God. And we just thank you and receive your holiness this morning. We thank you, Father God, for justice. We thank you for love. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for provision. We thank you, you are a sovereign God, a merciful God, a never failing God. And we thank you that Jesus Christ is on the throne. Lord God, we thank you this morning. We will be anxious for nothing. And we cast the spirit of anxiety back to the pits of hell from which it came. Trusting, Lord God, that every time we pray, you hear us. Trusting, Lord God, that your word is infallible. Trusting, Lord God, in you and trusting in the truth that we're going to be okay. So, Father God, we ask today in the name of Jesus that you calm all our fears, Lord God. We cast all our fears on you. We cast all our cares on you because you care for us. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, you are patient with us. We thank you, Father God, for a spirit-filled incubation, Lord God. We thank you that your angels are encamped around us and that they are doing a bidding, setting up a fortress for us. We thank you, Lord God, we are right standing in you. And we, Lord God, ask that Jesus, we petition the courts on our behalf. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are ruling in our favor. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. And we receive you by faith today, Holy Spirit. Lord God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, you are on the battlefield. We thank you, you are Jehovah Gabor, the one that wars for us. My God, anxiety, fear, debt, doubt, drought, my God. We thank you, all of you must go back to the pits of hell. I plead the blood of Jesus over this day, over our homes, over our minds, over our spirit, our souls, and our body, Lord God. We lift up our transient, our homeless brothers and sisters right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, you are covering them in the blood. We thank you, Father God, you are restoring them and that health is their portion and they have the resources we need. We thank you that doors won't shut, that they will remain open. We thank you that those environments are sanctified in your blood. Lord God, sterilized in your blood. We thank you for healthy 
immune systems for our homeless. We thank you, Father God, right now in Jesus' name, that your angels are encamped around them for those that are sleeping in cars and those that are sleeping in woods and those that are out on the streets and those that are caught up in hotel room. We thank you that your angels are encamped around them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Devil, you are defeated. You have no victory here. You have no place in your life. We sovereign, sovereign, just, and fair, God. And we thank you, Father God, that Lakeisha, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, and Whitney, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, and Jessica, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, and Paula, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under your shadow. We thank you and take this stance for our children, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the blood is a covering, and we rest in you, and we trust in you, and we believe in you, and we hope in you, and we thank you. We cast all anxiety and fear back to the pits of hell. Father God, for you said, be anxious for absolutely nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making our request known, Father God. So we thank you, Lord God, that the east wind judges this, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that the west wind blows in our favor. And we thank you for holiness and we thank you for sanctification. And we thank you for the power to get on high. We bind our minds to the mind of Christ. We bind our wills to the will of God. We thank you for holiness. Jesus, give us your holiness. Father God, we need your mercy. We thank you for mercy. Father God, show us your glory. Manifest your glory in our life, Lord God. We thank you that the glory is everywhere. I send the angels of protection around my sons that are not in my home, and I thank you no weapon forged against them. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. If it shoots up like a stalk, it'll wither quickly. Spirit of infirmity, you must go now. We break, destroy, loose, and bind you back to the gates of hell all the way to the Capitol Hill. Right now, destroy and pluck up the plots and plans of the enemy in Jesus name. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Lord God, we thank you for daily bread. We thank you for our daily portion. We thank you, Father God, that you sit on high, that you bless us, that you keep us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are the keeper of our peace, Lord God. And today we're going to keep our minds on you. I thank you that the spirit of infirmity is broken now and every tissue, every cell and every molecule and every fiber broke over the United States right now. I thank you, Father God. We speak to the curve. We call it to be a downward spiral. We thank you for miracle signs and wonders happening today, Lord God. We thank you and take authority in Christ Jesus and speak over the United States of America and over the entire world population that this thing is on a downward spiral and that it will not prevail against your people any longer. Father God, you said if your people who are called by your name will humble themselves and pray, you will heal the land. So we thank you and declare today is the day of turnaround, Lord God. We silence the voice of the enemy. We thank you. There'll be no more new cases. We thank you, Father God. You are healing lungs today. We thank you, Lord God. You are healing lungs today. We thank you, Father God. You're breaking up fever today. We thank you, Lord God that you are dealing with sore throats today. For you were already bruised for our iniquity and chastised for our peace. And by your stripes, you are healed. We thank you. We are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony, Lord God. You said we only needed the faith, the power, the faith of a mustard seed, Lord God, that we could speak to the mountain, Lord God, and it be removed. So we speak to the mountain of infirmity. We call it by name, coronavirus, flu, cancer, diabetes, fibromyalgia. We speak to you right now, muscular dystrophy, kidney disease. We speak to you right now. We bind you back to the pits of hell from which you came. You have no authority in our bodies. You have no authority in our homes. Depression you must go to right now in the name of Jesus. I command you to be plucked up uprooted and cast it back to the pits of hell from which you came. And I thank you, Father God, we will see victory today, a turnaround, a breakthrough, a miracle, a sign, and a wonder because we are your people and you are our God. And we stand still in your truth to know that if God is for us, 
who can be against us righteousness will prevail today righteousness will prevail today we take on our helmet of salvation Lord God we shield ourselves with the breastplate of righteousness our feet are shod with the gospel of peace we gird our loins with truth Lord God and we pick up our sword Lord God and carry it Father God and proclaim it and declare it and decree it through all the land Lord God you thank you we decree it through all the land that Jesus is on the throne 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 and we declare victory father God I speak to every patient and any MD Anderson center today and I thank you that healing is a part of their benefit package Lord God I speak to the cancer centers I speak to MD Anderson patients right now and I declare victory and miracles in every hospital in every corner Lord God I thank you for the strategies the wisdom I thank you you are supernaturally infusing their bodies with strength giving their families hope and courage I thank you Father God for healing them now right now in Jesus name I thank you for your supernatural presence your angels encamped all around them and I thank you victory is the stand and victory will be the dance I thank you Father God for supernatural increase I thank you for strong immune systems I thank Thank you for the power and the word of God. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. I thank you that victory is released today, right now. It is serpentine spirit, this demonic presence that has tried to loom over our lives, over our states, over our countries, this spirit of fear. I cast you back to the pits of hell. This great dragon, I cast you back to the pits of hell. You have no authority over our lives. The righteous will prevail. The righteous will prevail. The righteous will prevail. The righteous will prevail. My God, the righteous will prevail. In Jesus' name, victory, victory, victory. Victory is ours. I speak to it. A downward spiral. I thank you. You seal up the infection. You contain it. It will not spread any longer. I thank you, Father God. It will not spread any longer. My God, it's drying up right now as we speak. We declare, reverse the curse. Reverse the curse. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you my god i thank you my god i thank you my god i thank you in jesus name glory 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 psalms 91 and 11 for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go i thank you lord god that our angels are encamped around us encamped around our homes encamped around our cars with my sons in texas lord god i thank you that the angels are encamped lord in michigan with my siblings with my father in california with my sisters lord god i thank you lord god in ritman ohio with tammy lord god in trinidad in romania i thank you father god that the angels are encamped around us lord god i thank you they will not cease they do not come off their post lord god they will not be moved i thank you father god for angels encamped around us in jesus name thank you 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 i thank you that the angels are encamped around us in jesus mighty name glory 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 thank you 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 father god thank you lord god my god i thank you my god i thank you my god i thank you i lift up holy hands and i say thank you father god i thank you father god i thank you lord god i thank you father you are so mighty you are so strong lord god i say thank you father I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. You are so magnificent. You are so powerful. You are the Lord, my strong tower. And I just say thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. You are so awesome, Father. Thank you, Father. You are an awesome, God. You are a right God. You are a right now God. You are a just God. You are a fair God. You are a loving God. And you will not 
forsake your people. I thank you, Father God, that righteousness will prevail right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you. Thank you that righteousness is prevailing in Jesus' name. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. My God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I glorify you. I magnify you, Lord God. And I simply say thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. In Jesus' name, my God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. My God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The blood in heaven is making intercession for us. I thank you for that, Father, right now. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. I thank you for that right now, Lord God, that the blood is making intercession for us. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you right now, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we magnify you and glorify you. We lift up holy hands and we say thank you, Father. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father. We lift up holy hands and we say thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, right now in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, right now, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you in Jesus' name. Well, it's showing me I'm recording live on the website, but it's not showing me on the website. So I apologize for those of you that may have wanted to log on on the website. There's some glitch somewhere, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. It's recording and I'll upload it on the website today so that you can have access to it. And um, I'll figure out that what that is. We're new with the website streaming, so something is happening. It's showing me live here, but it's not showing me connected on the web page. But it'll work out. It's all good. It's it's all it's all good. Um, so let us get into the word today. Um, I just appreciate how God leads us in prayer. I'm just so grateful for him always. Uh, we've been in Ephesians, we've been studying our word, our sword. And today we're going to talk about our sword. But I want to read from, to you from the Message Bible. I was laughing at myself going, I'm becoming this Bible chick. I have Bibles everywhere. So today I'm going to read to you out the Message Bible, Ephesians 6. And I'm going to start at the 10th verse. And it says, and it about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you well-made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about it in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still, when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon in the same way Prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. 
Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And don't forget to pray for me. Pray that I'll know what to say and have the courage to say it at the right time, telling the mystery to one and all. The message that I, jailbird preacher that I am, responsible for getting out. And so that is the message Bible of Ephesians 6. And most of you know we have been studying um, we have been studying the armor of God and learning how to properly apply our armor. And I'm just for grateful to God for giving us the armor and showing us the armor. Because what the armor says to me is I don't have to fight this on my own. And too many times we spend too much time addressing Satan on his own. Like we keep fighting him on his own territory and we don't ever have to fight him on, on his own territory. But what we have to do is we have to be properly be built up. And most of us, if we'll be honest with ourselves in times of stress and times of trouble, we'll try to build ourselves up then, but you got to build yourself up before trouble comes, baby. Like you got to build yourself. You got to build your altar to God. You got to seek his face. You got to build yourself up before trouble comes. And most of us will try to try to hold on and then we once trouble comes we try to get a few scriptures in us and then where our arm is our armor is too weak and we got gaps and we don't understand the context of the scripture and so right now we're gonna we're spending time learning how to build ourselves up we're learning how to stand still in the word of god i want to give you a testimony just to encourage you um, we are still getting testimonies in. Um, I know the news and the media keeps reporting to you everything that's wrong, right? Everything that's wrong. The news and the media keeps telling you, but we are seeing the kindness of God. Um, we have seen, um, I was on a phone call about coronavirus last night with a very astute and a high up health care professional. And she was just telling me, they're not telling you about the 188 thousand cases that also won and were victorious and all this other stuff and so my job is to keep you encouraged right and everybody else that's called into ministry our job is to keep you encouraged and you to lift up and you to understand how powerful the word of god is and so i got this testimony about 4 a.m. this morning, and this is what the woman of God said. She said, I've been reflecting on the word God gave me about tithing. Since I've started tithing, I've seen the hand of God in my finances and even in the finances of those around me. Now, that's where she encouraged me. She reminded me of the generational curses and the lineage and the, the, the victory stance I take when I operate and, and walk in covenant with God, right? So she says, I've started tithing. I've seen the hand of God in my finances and even in the finances of those around me. First, starting with the car for my daughter. She said, even though I believe there was some other intent, I know that Romans 8.28 stands true in every area of my life. My mom got approved for her disability and will receive two years of back pay. My daughter was involved in a car accident that wasn't her fault, but her car was totaled. I know I, I know I didn't have full coverage on her car. I called and spoke with the insurance company and they saw where in July of last year that I had requested and asked for full coverage. I was looking at having to pay $1,500 in back pay to have the coverage. I had someone offer to let me borrow the money. I told them I'm praying, believing for policies, rules, and regulations to be changed in my favor. When I say they were, they honored the full coverage on her car. They cut a check for her car. I applied to UALR for admission to apply to the nursing program. I completed the application but hadn't moved forward because I knew I owed Pulaski Tech. When I looked last night over at all my required documents, including all transcripts, everything had been received. I know I haven't had anything sent to them. I know that it is God. You told me that you told me when it's time, it would be effortless. When you had them so into me, 
I, I, and occasionally we will sow on the devotional. It says, when you had them sow into me, I received almost $400. It allowed me breathing room and sustained me until the next payday, even in my imperfections. Can you hear this? Even in my imperfections, God's promises remain perfect. I love you. And I thank God for you and LMJ Ministries. And I just needed you to hear that and be encouraged today. She said, even in my perfections, even when I wasn't doing any, everything right. But the thing is here, it's not magic. People will tell you, you can't milk the system of God. But when you operate in godly principles, it sets order in your life. It sets order in your life. She had to trust God, right? She had to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When you set up godly order in your life, it sends you in the direction for favor to come. And people will tell you, it's not magic and you're going to suffer. No, but kingdom is as kingdom does. King, I am solid on that. Kingdom is as kingdom does. And when you honor God with the first fruits, when you honor God in deed and action, when you obey God in as much as you possibly can, when you keep your face towards the Lord, it, it sets off something in the kingdom and it'll cause policy rules and regulations to be changed in your, your, to your advantage. It'll put laborers in your field. It'll divinely connect you to the people that it needs to connect you to. It'll put jobs, right? But it'll do absolutely everything that it's supposed to do. So and then the thing that I love that encouraged me today, she said, it, my tithing impacted everything connected to me. She said, my tithing impacted everything. It impacted my children, it impacted my mother. She took a stance for her family. She acted as a covering for her family. So we have to trust that God is working and doing exactly what he said. That's not the, I've seen it, I've seen it. I, somebody else gave me a testimony of a test they needed to pass. They didn't have the skill set for the test, pass the test on the first round because God was calling them to an area. This particular woman of God had been trying to get jobs in all kinds of different places and it was not working. But then she heard God calling her to teach, took the test, passed the praxis test on one like one time, one time. Why? Because of God's will for her life. In God's will for her life. When you are in God's will for your life, when you make a bold stance, when you make a bold declaration, when you stand steadfast in what God, when you don't try to cheat it, when you don't try to escape it, when you just say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to obey you. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to leap. I'm going to launch. I'm going to do absolutely everything that you've asked me to do. When you do that and you make a bold stand, it lines up kingdom for your life. Yes, just it's going to open up the windows of heaven over your life. It is. It's going to move God. And if you will honor God, God will honor you. If you will honor God, God will honor you. And it's not magic. People are like, oh, it's magic. No, it's kingdom principles. And you've got to receive and understand this by your spirit because the enemy will lie, perverse, and twist things for you and tell you that's not what the word of God. But when you study and spend time of the, with the word and understand the context of the word and understand what God has said about your life and understand where the spirit of the Lord has led, led you, then you'll understand how the sword of the spirit works. Like how, how the sword of the spirit works and how the word is working for us at all times. Like the word is all, so obey God, obey God at all costs. Make a decision today. You know what, God, I'm going to obey you. I have not been faithful. I don't care if it, it might, your issue might not be tithing. God might've told you to save. God might've told you to sow. God might've told you to write. God might've told you to get connected. God might've called you to this ministry or some other ministry and told you partnership. God might have told you to produce. God might have told you to intercede. Whatever it is God has told you to do, 
He's going to back it up in his word. You need to go on and get about the father's business because it is going to divinely align you into everything that you need. It is going to divinely. So Jeremiah 29 and 11, I, I, I remembered one time somebody was trying to refute me that that promise was only for Israel, right? And I'm like, I understand what you're saying to me. I understand the context in which the scripture is written, right? I understand the context in which the scripture is written. But when the Holy Spirit leads me to a scripture and tells me to read this scripture for my life. All scripture is breathed by God. That's what Timothy tells me. Then I get to take that scripture as the sword of the spirit for my life. For I know the plans that God has for Lakeisha. <laughs> I know the plans God has for Lakeisha. I period. I know the plans that God has for Lakeisha. Jeremiah 1 and 5, I, since I foreknew you, since I foreknew you, right? And I don't want y'all in this season to lay down and die. I need you to journal. I need you to plan. It's just so much in this. I can't teach you, teach it to you all at once, but get in God's will for your life and watch doors open. Watch doors open. Watch God manifest for you. Anytime you are in his will for your life, all things will begin to align for you. And you got to be encouraging that. Don't have the enemy will make you think you're too late. The many enemy will make you think you're too old. No, no. When you align your will with the will of God and somebody is going to say, well, tithing was uh, the law. No, baby. Tithing was before the law. Tithing was before the law. The tithe was before the law. You got to do your history. People out here talking about tithes aren't talking about tithes to you just to be talking to you about tithes. Tithing is before the law. Tithing came to you way before the law happened, right? See, sowing and harvest was way before, right? The, the healing part. And you just got to understand everything what the word says. But because we take the word out of context and we don't understand the context in which the word is written. We don't understand the power in the word. We don't understand what Jesus said about the word, right? Those, that's how we properly use our sword. You got to know the context of how it was written. You got to know, and you got to study and know the word. You got to know what Jesus said about the word. You got to know without a doubt that all scripture is breathed by God. You got to know that. You got to know that. You got to know that. And so you got to know that the greatest weapon and how Jesus fought him, he didn't fight him through. He knew he was coming at him. He didn't have to fight him. He didn't say, I'm Jesus and I'm going to fight you in Jesus. How he fought him is he fought him with the sword of the spirit. And so the sword of the spirit enables us to stand our ground against the evil one. That's what. You can't use reason with Satan. You can't use rationale with Satan. You can't plead and beg with Satan. You cannot fight him on his territory. Remember, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's a principality. It's a stronghold. It's demonic. And most of you, I don't necessarily believe in demonic principalities. Well, get educated today. You better. Because there's a demon. There's an entity. There's something fighting against your future. Something fighting against your home. Something fighting against your purpose. It's trying to advance so you will not fulfill your kingdom assignment on earth. It wants you oppressed. It wants you depressed. And it wants you to that way you won't move forward, but you're not going to be able to do it in your own strength. You've got to do it in the spirit of, 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 of the Holy Spirit. So first of all, the, the sword of the spirit is the Holy Spirit. And so for anybody that's afraid of the Holy Spirit, and I used to be afraid of the Holy Spirit. I used to be afraid of the Holy Spirit because I didn't understand that once I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that I was filled with the Holy Spirit, right? And so I didn't know how to receive the Holy Spirit. First of all, the sword of the Spirit is the Holy Spirit. It's the weapon belonging to the Holy Spirit. So swords um, are used to protect us from an attack of the enemy so that we can overcome and kill him. The reason I titled today's devotion, The Dagger, is because when Paul was writing uh, the dagger, the Greek word for the sword is actually a dagger, like it's a dagger. And so when Paul was writing to us about the dagger, it's a weapon that was able that we could 
carry with us. And so we need training on how to properly handle the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. He is talking about the Holy scriptures, right? Second Timothy three sixteen and 17 says all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. So to use your sword properly, you got to understand the context of the word of God. You got to understand what Jesus said about the word of God. You got to know the word of God, right? And you got to be able to pray in the spirit at all times so, so that the Holy Spirit can use you and teach you how to use the word of God. Every Christian is on a Satan, uh, on a battle. And so we need to make know that the word is what's going to demolish strongholds. Second Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought, thought captive to obey Jesus. God refers to his word as a sword, period, right? As a sword. Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intention of the heart. This is why I say to people all the time, when people say, will you pray for me? Uh-huh, I'm gonna pray for you, but what scriptures are we standing on? We're gonna pray the word of God because Hebrews 4, 1 and 14 also says, our angels are activated by the word. And I also know when we pray the word of God, that's what demons respond to. They have to flee to the word from from the word of God. And how I know that to be truth is because that's what Jesus did. We are to imitate what Jesus did. And I'm going to read to that to you. When the enemy came in like a flood, Jesus lifted up the word as a standard. He didn't spend all this. Da -da 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 -da. He didn't struggle. He didn't do all that fight. Like he didn't do all that fight and all this trash talking to Satan. He didn't have to do all that. He stood himself on the word, on the word of God. Psalms 119 and 11. It says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You have got to get the word of God stored up in your heart and not just in a crisis, not just in a circumstance. You got to know what the word say. You got to know what the word say. The word is going to keep you from sin. The word is going to keep you steadfast. Psalms 119, 33 and 40 says, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments for I delight in it. Incline my ear to your testimonies. Psalms 119, 99 through 105. I have more understanding than all my teachers I, for your testimonies are my meditations. Your word is my meditation. When I want wisdom and more wisdom, I want to understand the times. I want to defeat the enemy. I want my marriage to work. I want my children to get better. I want my finances to get better. Then it's your testimonies that I need to meditate on. Psalms 119, 100 says, I understand more than the age for I keep your precepts. Well, how am I going to know your precepts, God? The way that I'm going to know your precepts is that I'm going to spend time in your word. That's why this, that's why, remember I told you all the other day, stay your butts off social media. I wanted you, I, I wanted, I do, it's not, I wanted you to stay off social media. Holy Spirit said, you don't need to be on social media right now. You need to spend every time you're on social media. You need to be in your word so that you understand my precepts so that no one can say just anything to you. It says, I hold back my feet from evil every way in order to keep your word. I do not turn aside from your rules. And the reason I'm able to fight this and get beyond this is because I I know what the word says. So when the enemy brings me something and it's not true, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray the word. So let's go over to Matthew 4, right? Let's see what Jesus did. The, it says Matthew 4, and we start at the first verse. It says, then Jesus, and this is the New Living Translation version. This, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. 
See, that's why I said there is no temptation known to man that Jesus hasn't been through. He is led by the spirit to prove to you if he overcame, you, you can overcome. He is in flesh. He is not finna enact some power. He is hungry. He is tired. He knows the call on his life. He's been persecuted. He says, he said to be by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell the stones to become loaves loaves of bread but Jesus told him no the scripture says people do not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God he didn't he didn't uh, he didn't do all that fanciness he said that's it he said then the devil took him to the holy city Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of God jump off for the scripture says he will order his angels. Now listen, this is the devil using the scripture against him. He said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. <laughs> you must not, not, not test the Lord your God. The scriptures always say, you must not test the Lord. You must, we're not going, we're not going to test the Lord. Our God, we ain't got to test him. He said, next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you. He said, if you will kneel down and worship me, say, Jesus told, get out of here, Satan. Bye. God, bye. Bye. Jesus told him for the scripture say, you must worship the Lord, your God and serve only him. And the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Then the angels came. The word of God in James tells us, submit to God, resist the devil, and he's going to flee. When we submit every situation, circumstance in our life to the word of God, guess what? You're going to resist the devil. Then guess what he's going to do? He's going to flee. He's going to take off running. And the reason that he's going to flee and take off running is he's going to be like, because she know that 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 she know. That's why you got to be careful what you speak out your mouth. Demons cannot attach themselves to your thoughts. They don't know your thoughts. They can try to give you thoughts. They don't know your thoughts. They hear what we speak and what is spoken over us on us. And they also see your actions. They know if you worry, they know if you consume, they know if you are not trusting God, they study that, right? And so in order to interact with them, in order for us to fight the principalities, you got to enact the word of God. You got to speak the word of God boldly. You got to know what the word of God says. So if the enemy comes in and say, oh, you're going to lose your job. You're going to be impoverished. You're going to be, you're going to be poor. Ain't nothing going to work for you. This is what you better assert yourself. You get your word in you. What does the word say? No, God is not giving me a spirit of fear, but of love and power sound mind. The righteous never go begging and my God will meet all my needs out of his glorious riches. Your spirit, you spirit of fear, you get out of here and you leave me alone in Jesus name. It, you got to take bold action with the sword of the spirit and your soul will begin strengthened the more you enact the word of God. But you got to pray the word of God out loud. You can't be. No, you need to pray the word of God out loud because demons are not in your head. You got to speak out loud. You got to declare out loud. You got to fortify yourself out loud. That's why I tell you, confess the word of God over your life. Confess the word of God over your marriage. We mm, God hears that, right? But any principality, anything. Remember when I sent you guys out the eviction notice that we wrote in the ministry for you to evict the enemy out of our home, right? We took a stance. You should have been standing up in the middle of your your house, reading that out and evicting the enemy out your house, telling you he has no authority in your house. You have to rise up with your sword and it's the sword of the spirit. But most of us have been fighting so wrong. We don't have enough word. We don't know the context. We don't know what Jesus said about the word of God. We don't understand that all scripture is breathed by God. You cannot. You got to stand firm before you go into warfare. Remember, that's what your shoes are about. Remember, that's what the belt of truth is about. Remember, that's what your health, the helmet of salvation is. I told you when the enemy starts trying to speak death to me, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be with Jesus. So you want to talk to me about something else? Like I'm going to be with you. I don't, 
I don't know. This ain't my home. What are you talking about? I'm going to be with Jesus and God is with me. And if he's with me, who can be against me? And there is nothing that can separate. I talk crazy to him. There's nothing that can separate them from the love of God. When the enemy was constantly attacking my finances, I quoted back. God, you said, try me in this. You said you would try. If I tried you, if I faithfully tied to you, you said you were going to open up the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing. Lord, you told me it was seed time and harvest that who Whoever souls shall reap. So I got seed in the ground. I got to reap. I got favor in the ground. I got to reap. I got love in the ground. I talk trash to him. I talk trash to him. The other thing is you need to get you a covenant partner. You need to know somebody who can pray the word of God over you. That can pray the word of God over you. That can help you. This is your sword. This is your, it ain't it, the enemy of church. With me. Uh, no, no, no. And that's fine. I pray in tongues and all that. And we praying and we praying. But you better pray this word. You better know what the word. You better get every scripture to fortify your marriage. You better get every scripture. When the enemy starts tell, talking to you about your children, the, when, the, when he says that, he says, when the enemy starts talking about your children, no, this is my covenant. Forget them, Father. They don't know what they do. Cry out and ask God for mercy on your kids' behalf. Ask justice to be served. If your kids have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, there is a blood-bought covenant. There is a wedge that is already between them and Satan, and you better enact that wedge, and you better say, Satan, you get your hands off my children in the name of Jesus, for God has said, I never see your righteous forsaken or your seed begging for bread. If the righteous can't be forsaken, I'm right standing. You better act like um, you better act like Abraham did with Lot and said, look, I know my kid ain't right, but on my behalf, I need you to save them. I know they ain't right, but on my behalf, you take the same precedent in the word of God and watch and see the word of God work. It works. It's active. It's alive. It's sharper than any two edge sword. It's sharper than any two edge edge sword. It's going to divide your soul. It's going to divide the parts of you that don't trust God yet. The more you get in, it's going to push the pieces of you that don't trust God out the way. You're, it's going to push you. It's going to push them out. It's going to push them out. The more you eat it, small bites still equal a meal, but you got to chew on something daily and you got to remain steadfast in it daily and you can't back down. You can't get timid. You can't back down. The enemy likes to come for your voice. That's why some of you, um, that's why some of you, um, it's easy for you to get quiet. He likes to wound you. I want to read one last thing to you today. And I want you to understand how important the blood is. And if this happened for them in Exodus, why would it happen for us? Right? This is, this is the first Passover, but there are some significant things in here about the blood of Jesus. It says they are to take some of the blood and they, this was before Jesus came. It says they are to take some of the blood and smear it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the animal that same night they must roast the meat over a fire and eat it along with bitter salad greens and bread made without yeast do not eat any of the meat raw or boiled in water the whole animal including the head legs and internal organs must be roasted over a fire do not leave any of it until the next morning but morning burn whatever is not eating for the morning there these are your instructions for eating the meal be fully dressed wear your sandals and carry your walking stick in your hand eat the meal with urgency for this is the lord's passover on that night i will pass through the land of egypt and strike down every firstborn son and every firstborn male in the land of egypt i will execute judgment against all the gods of egypt for i am the lord but the blood on your doorposts this is the point I'm getting to. But the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign marking the houses where you're staying. When I see the blood, when I see the blood of Jesus, I will pass over you. This plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. My God, when you see the blood, plead the blood of Jesus. Understand what the word is. Take the word as a covenant. Hold on to the word of God and stand still in that. And then this is what I love. He says, be fully dressed. He, he said, fully dressed. He said, don't lay down and die. Get ready to see victory. Get ready to see my blessings. Get ready to see my benefits. Get ready to see acceleration. Get ready to see my glory. Don't lay down in this. When you at home right now, you practice social and distance journal, pray, ask God about your business, ask God what's next. But he said, when you plead the blood, eat 
Take communion. Take covenant with me. Eat this word and understand when I say move, you're going to move just like that. There's power in the blood. There's power in the sword. There's power in the word of God. This is not, we don't serve no weak God. This ain't no weak Jesus. This is a living, acting God in Jesus. And you have the power and the authority. Plead the blood. Yeah, mark your territory. Mark your neighborhood. Mark your house and take a stance. That's our victory dance. And wave your hands in victory. Wave, wave your hands in victory and stake your, take your stance. But understand that this sword is more important to you than anything else. More important to anything else. I promise it is. You know, that's all you, that's how you, some of y'all need to fast. Some of y'all need to pray so you can break strongholds off of you and off your mind. But this sword is all you need in this season right now. What is the word of God saying to me? Spend time journal, spend quiet time, unplug. Stop watching all that mess on social media. Stop watching it. Stop watching it. Say, you know what? I'm going to stop watching all this. I'm going to get off social media. You ain't got to be on all social media. You ain't got to be in the know. You don't need to be, you need to know what the word is saying. You need to know what God is saying to you. You need to know that more than anything. The word of God is going to tear down strongholds in your life because your faith is going to be built up. And then you're going to start walking in the confidence of God. I love you so much. I love you. Hey, couple things, couple things, couple things before I go. And then I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. I don't want you to move until I pray. If we're starting this next Friday, I'm going to do an introduction to it. If you are not in the other group, Coffee and Conversations, daily devotional, you will miss this. We're going to do a study until the book is gone. We're going to walk in this. We're going to eat this. This is for males and females. This is in the other group. You need to subscribe to the other group. You need to go online and order your book. There are copies available on Amazon. If you order your book now, it should be to you by the time we start next Friday. This is a book that changed my life. This book is very powerful. I'll do the intro for it today at 12 noon. So if you want to be a part of this series, or even if you don't want to order book, it'll be there and it'll be available to you. Also pay attention. I have some things coming for the next generation. I'm going to do an online Bible study. I don't know that I'm going to do it live, but I'm going to do an online Bible study for teens. I'm going to have something for the seven through 12, and then we're going to do some readings for babies. So pay attention to the updates. Go subscribe to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. We're not going to leave any generation untouched. And for my most seasoned saints, it is not too late for you to walk through this journey with us. It is not too late for you to walk through this journey with us. So go get your if book. Know that I have something coming for teens. Know that I have something coming for 7 through 12. And know that we have even a reading coming from the babies. So stay connected to the website so you can get the updates. So you can know where to go find all the resources that you need for your family. I'm super, super excited. I'm also planning something. So ladies, pay attention. We may have an online pillow talk event coming to us soon. It'll be limited spaces. Um, so pay attention. We're not going to be defeated by what we see. We're going to experience the fullness and power of God happening completely. So coffee and conversations, daily devotional, go become a member of this group. Now, let me extend one final invitation, two final invitations. If you don't know who Jesus is, I need you to meet him. I need you to not take another day. I don't need you to be on on the fence about Jesus anymore. This little girl right here is who she is because of Jesus. It ain't because of nothing else. It's because of Jesus. It's because he transformed my life. It's because he knew that I was a sinner and he, and he chased me down. And he said, girl, I got you. Girl, I got purpose for you. Girl, I'm calling you into something greater than that. And I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I answered the call. All I had to do was acknowledge that I was a sinner. I had to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. And then I had to confess that he was Lord and Savior. I got baptized. And I'm not going to tell you it was easy, but God transformed my life. And Jesus gave me a brand new heart and a brand new beginning. And I'm experiencing him like never before growing in grace daily. Here is my last invitation. My very last invitation. Consider being a partner of this ministry. Your partnership helps us get the, get the gospel throughout the world. And we don't want to leave nobody untouched. We want your babies. We want your children. You, We want your daddy and them. We're trying to come after everyone. And we're receiving them all by faith. So consider going to the website and becoming a ministry 
consider going become going to the website and becoming a ministry partner with us. Do that, please. Be, consider that today. Consider it, consider it, consider it. LakeishaMJohnson.com. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for your people today. I thank you for shining on your people today. I thank you for another measure of grace. I thank you. You are lifting up the spirit of depression. I thank you, Father God, you have canceled the assignment of the enemy off our life. I thank you. We are strong because of the word of God, because it is active and living and it is sharp and it is cutting and dividing and taking taking anything out of our life that does not belong to you. Father God, we are open to receive you today, open to receive your instructions today. We will not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, Lord God. We will only walk in godly counsel. We take our wisdom from you. Father God, we, we repent for letting anything in our eye gate that does not line up with your word of God. We hold on to your truth. We hold on to your peace, your joy, your love, and all the promises that come with Jesus. We are chosen. We are adopted. We are redeemed, Lord God. And you are faithful to us. We are a chosen generation called by your name, my God. And we trust you, Lord God. So set your angels around us today. Let the Holy Spirit be indwelling in us. We receive you, Holy Spirit, by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you. But more than anything, God loves you. I hope you hold on to this word today. There is victory in Christ, Christ Jesus. We'll see you back here Monday. Remember, get connected. We got something coming for your babies. We got something coming for your teens. And we got something coming for the ages 7 through 12. And we're going to do us an online pillow talk. And if anybody has ever experienced pillow talk, you know you want to be a part of that online pillow talk. So I'm just excited to see what God is doing. We ain't stopping ministry because of social distancing or anything else. We're going to take the kingdom of heaven, suffer, suffer violence. Well, guess what? We're taking back kingdom by force. We're taking back kingdom by force. I love y'all so, so much. But guess what? More than anything, God loves you. And I need you to know today that the anointing destroys the yoke. Yes, it does. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, and the strength of God uh, 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 renew your faith. And I'll see you back here Monday morning at 5 Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.